with a look back over the weekend sport action. This is Full Time on KCLR. A very good evening and welcome to one and all on this Monday evening, the 15th of May. It is full time here with myself, Martin Quilty, and we have a jam-packed show in store for you this evening. First off, we're going to be having a reflection on the Kilkenny Minor game from last Friday evening. KCLR commentator uh, Brendan Hennessy will be joining me later on to talk about Carlo's Joe Mack success. We will be hearing from Niall Carew, Carlo's senior football manager. I'll be then chatting to Connor born from New Oak Boys boy or from New Oak Boys who is a player with the team and then we'll be doing a sports roundup and much more as well later on but first of all I am delighted to be joined on the phone line by Kilkenny hurling manager Niall Bergen Niall how are you this evening good sir not too bad, Martin. Thanks. Not too bad at all. No. Thanks for having me on. Ah, not at all. More than uh, always a, a delight to have you on here with us on a Monday evening on Scoreline. Um, I suppose, bring us back to last Friday evening. You were playing Galway in the minor Leinster final above in uh, Leash Hire O'More Park. And it wasn't probably the result that maybe you were hoping for, but Galway are a very good side. Nevertheless, you're still involved in the knockout stages, but give us a rundown how you thought the match went for Kilkenny, first of all, on Friday night. Yeah, sure. Look, first of all, I mean, Martin, obviously a disappointing result. Um, you know, we played against a very, very, very strong team. Um, but, um, the, you know, in fairness, Galway were, were, were excellent. Um, we knew that. We knew that for the last few years. We, we knew that for the last few years, really and truly, Martin. And then um, in terms of our own performance, um, yep. The lads gave it absolutely everything. They were um, putting the lads for more in terms of uh, work rate and determination. Um, we'll be disappointed maybe with certain areas that we, we, we know that we need to improve as we move forward in the competition um, and, of course, into the All-Ireland semi-final. But, um, yeah, quite possibly, and maybe I could be wrong in saying this, quite possibly I didn't think the winning margin reflected the actual match. Now, maybe I could be way off on that, but having watched the back a few times as well, I would have felt that we left chances behind us. I'm sure God will feel the same, but, um, look, Leinster, Leinster, Leinster campaign is done and dusted, Martin, um, and now we've got to look forward and it, 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 it's all systems go for Clare this weekend coming. Yeah, I suppose the, the good thing about it is that, you know, even though it is a Leinster final and it's disappointing to lose it, that it's not the end of the season for these young fellas, despite a, a 2.20 to 14 point margin. And as you say, the scoreline probably didn't reflect the good performance that Kilkenny did put into it. But, I mean, Galway is a, a stiff challenge. Clare is now going to pose another stiff challenge for you as well thereafter coming out of Munster and I don't think too many may have predicted that they might come out of Munster but I did see the Munster minor final and they're a very good side as well so I suppose it doesn't get any easier going from Galway to play Clare in the All-Ireland semi-final No it doesn't it doesn't uh, Clare are a very good side and again look I know Martin and it's, it's, it's only natural that people will look at the last Friday and Judge Kilkenny from half seven until quarter to nine last Friday and maybe those who are not in the in the loop in terms of what's been going on but um, if you look back over the years Martin um, and particularly last year even if you look at it um, Kilkenny in the Arabon in the Cup competition at under 16 level uh, lost quite heavily to Cork, Clare and extremely heavily to Galway and if you look at that Martin and if you follow the form and some people I think forget this but if you follow the form you will see that the form has held true in terms of uh, Cork, uh, Clare and Galway all in the last four and we were delighted to be there and by God 
um, we will give it, I can guarantee you one thing, that this minor panel will give it absolutely everything this weekend um, as well. Clare are worthy Munster champions. Um, not surprising. We've played them in the, on the challenge match circuit as well um, earlier on in the year. Uh, not surprising and uh, not surprising that Cork also uh, went through. Um, I'd imagine Cork would be disappointed obviously last Tuesday or last Tuesday week losing out to them, or last Tuesday I should say, losing out to them in Munster. But um, I'm sure Cork are looking at it and saying, look, um, we're into the last four and we'll give it everything then as well. Noel, this team gives it everything no matter what game they go out and play in and you know they're such a great bunch of lads and they are learning let's be fair from each game so you know when you are defeated you always learn from a defeat going through and I suppose it's a bit like Carlo and Offaly at the weekend as well that nobody kind of gave Carlo a chance of qualifying for the Joe Mac Cup it's final they did and Kilkenny are still in an All-Ireland semi-final it's a knockout game and you know yourself once you're there it's a 50-50 chance form goes out the window you know a little break of a ball around that way, a bit of luck, and you could be preparing for an All Ireland final. Well, that's it, Martin. That's it. And you know, um, people tend to forget, like, you know, we had a good run to get to an answer final. Uh, yeah, let's put it this way I'm not, certainly not making excuses right now, but the facts are the facts um, 12 months ago Galway weren't in Leinster Galway went along and annihilated annihilated uh, Dublin I mean annihilated Dublin in the Leinster semi-final as in it was 216 to 3 points at half time <laughs> a, couple, a couple of weeks ago um, so <laughs> you could argue Martin another year uh, and you could have been uh, Leinster champions there um, as well so you could, you could look at it that way Martin but look listen we, we, we welcome Galway being in Leinster it's going to improve standards right across the board and standards do need be improved um, across the board um, in, in, in Kilkenny as well so look that's, that's the reality um, and um, you'd be hoping that our lads would have done an awful lot of learning um, and um, again we will we will look forward to um, a, a semi-final then on um, next Saturday in Thurles at 1pm and it's not obviously because Galway won the match last Friday either but just to get your opinion on it because normally the, the four provinces are put into the uh, All-Ireland series when it comes to but Galway are now playing in Leinster um, Antrim are also potentially coming in as well you know so you only have yeah. what's in Munster and Leinster which you have at the minute which is the four teams qualify out of the finals in it. but where do you stand mm. with the likes of that I mean and, and again this is not sour grapes or anything thinking or because Galway did beat us at the weekend but is it development wise for Galway to have them in the likes of Leinster or Munster or does it then make other teams come up to that standard and make them that small little better to get up to where those teams are currently ah, that's it like you look listen, you, if you're going to if you're going to go places um, at minor hurling level you're going to have to beat Galway somewhere along the way um, I just you only just read it there last week uh, Kilkenny haven't beaten Galway in minor hurling since 2010 that's a fair old stat when you think about it, Martin. And um, and if you're going to if you're going to go along and try and um, uh, and be the best, but you've got to you've got to beat the best. And in our eyes at the moment, Galway are the standard bearers. And look, it's up to it's up to we're not going to settle for mediocrity in Kilkenny. It's up to us to, to keep working and try and uh, and reach those levels. And if you don't reach those levels in under, at under seventeen level in 2023, well, you know what? Hopefully, at under eighteen level, under nineteen, under twenty level in years to come, that Kilkenny will be in a better position. We firmly believe that the Kilkenny players are in a better position than. Than, than when than, than when they started out with us um, um, six months ago or there thereabouts and, um, and and again we will continue we will continue to make strides and move forward um, as well. Well, look, I know that. You... I, 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 I think that Galway. I think sorry, just I think Galway being in. Um, Galway being in Leinster is a good thing. It certainly is. Obviously, the way it happened this year was a little bit unusual, Martin, when it was four weeks out before the, the first match. The first yeah. match, and all of a sudden, they were landed in. And, of course, it changed the actual um, the qualifier route and all that as well, Martin. So, like, we would have set our goal out at the start of the year to make the Leinster final to make sure 
that we were going to be guaranteed um, an All-Ireland semi-final as well. And, and that's fantastic. And in terms of true development, Martin, uh, the reality is uh, next week, or sorry, on, on, on the evening, next Saturday evening um, at five o'clock, two teams will be left in the All-Ireland Championship. There's currently four, two will be left. We're hoping that we'll be playing the very, very last minor match of 2023 on the June Bank holiday weekend. And uh, we will certainly, certainly be preparing the boys to the best of our ability for that next Saturday. Well, I know you certainly don't leave any stone unturned when it comes to any part of managerial uh, appointments that you take over um, and the team will be prepared as best as possible as I know that you always will have them. Um, the game is scheduled for 1pm. Has there been any change to that currently, do you know? No, no. The match has uh, uh, been set in stone there today, Martin, so the match uh, is set for 1pm uh, in Thurles on Saturday. Okay. Uh, with the second semi-final, the second semi-final on at 3 o'clock. So we look forward to that. Now we just get, we took, picked up plenty of knocks and niggles in what was a very, very physical game last Friday. So it's about preparing the lads and getting them ready now this week and, 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 and ensuring that they'll be, that they'll be, um, hale and hearty come Saturday. Well, I know you currently are about to set off on a training session there with the boys as well. So I appreciate you taking the time out to have a chat with me here in full time. And the very best of luck, Niall, in the All-Ireland semi-final on Saturday against Clare. And we here and everyone in Kilkenny are all behind yourself and the boys as well. And fingers crossed for a good result at the weekend. Thanks very much, Martin. Thank you. Niall Bergen, thanks a million for that. That was the Kilkenny minor manager, Niall Bergen, having a chat with me there about the match last Friday and the upcoming All-Ireland semi-final. Coming up after the break, I will be having a chat to Brendan Hennessy, our KCLR Sports commentator, all about Carlo and the Joe McDonough Cup. So don't go anywhere. I just have this quick break to take. Your Monday Night Sports Show. Full time on KCLR with Martin Quilty. Yes, welcome back into full time here on this Monday evening. If you'd like to get in contact with us here in the studio, you can do so via the text or WhatsApp line. And that is sponsored by dinnersready.ie on 083-306-9696. And if you'd like to get in contact with me after the show or any time during the week, you can do so at Martin Quilty at kclr96fm.com. Right, it was another busy weekend for this man and he was in Netwatch Colin Park on on Saturday evening, which was Saturday evening at 5.30, to see Carlo get to the Joe McDonough Cup final after a very comprehensive win over Offaly. And he was the main sports commentator with KCLR that evening, and he's joining me on the phone line right now. Good evening, Mr. Brendan Hennessy. How are you? How are you, Martin? Good. I am great now. Thank you very much. Great weekend for Carlo all round with the hurlers and the footballers both getting fantastic results. But great for Tom Mullally and his side. They beat Offaly 129 to 14 points and they are now going to be in the Joe McDonough Cup final in two weeks time. Great result, Bren, and good for the team. Give us a rundown. How did the match go? The match went well. Uh, there was a bit of a negative talk, Martin, because Offaly didn't put out their top uh, 15. And I thought that was going to happen and that was all the talk leading into the game but I wouldn't read too much into it and I wouldn't take anything away from Carlo because the John McDonough's played over five matches it's not played over one and Carlo are unbeaten in the John McDonough and obviously didn't put up a white flag um, you know they came to put in a bit of a battle Carlo out on them in every department and awfully were playing their players from, from 16 to 26 that hadn't been playing on the other week and uh, they just hadn't got it they just weren't able to cope with Carlo and Carlo had it in their mind that they were going to win it. They knew they had to win it. The destiny was in their own hands. They won it. And Leash were probably unlucky. They in the same situation as Carlo last year. Carlo was up last year. Won by five points. Waited on the result to come in from Antrim. And Antrim 
and Kerry, Kerry won it and Kerry got to the final with Antrim last year. So, you know, for people that's not happy over what Johnny Kelly did in changing his team, if I was an awfully player and I was sitting on the line as a sub for four matches and you were qualified and he came to play the fifth match, I don't need to be too many fellas around if they didn't get a match. And the other side of it as well, there's a lot of leash people, there's a few forums going on, they're not overly happy. There's no team in the John McDonough, to my recollection, that has dropped more than two points has ever qualified for the final. If it happened, it might have happened once, but it went through it and I couldn't find it. So I don't think anyone in Leash can have too many complaints. They couldn't win in Tullamore, they couldn't win in Carlow, and the rest is history. And that's the bottom line. It doesn't matter. Johnny Kelly earned the right to do what he wanted to do. He had his team qualified with a match to spare. So that's the awfully and the least to saga out of the way. But for Carlow and Thomas Mullally, from the word get-go, they were unbelievable. They absolutely annihilated Kildare in the first round. Nobody was giving Carlow a real chance because their, their league was a bit iffy. Kildare came to Carlow 16, 17 matches unbeaten. And, you know, David Herity had Kildare in a great position. And unfortunately for David and Kildare, they've gone downhill big time because they're, they've been relegated. They're relegated, yeah. Yeah, no, Carlow started off very well. They went to Kerry, should have won in Kerry, got a draw, and with the draw, it's won that. It was a point lost more so than a point gained. And to be fair to Leash, Leash had the game wrapped up in Carlow. There were seven points ahead. Uh, to be fair to Carroll, they showed great character to come back. They got a penalty. Some people described it as a dubious penalty. It was a penalty. It was a man sent off for fouling the Carroll player, James Dial. And Carroll got the draw. So Leash didn't get a result in Carroll, only the draw. And it came back to haunt them. They lost three points. Carroll went on to beat. They went up to down last week. They scored 6.23. They went out yesterday, Saturday against Offaly. And they scored 1.29. And Carroll scored 157 points, I think, altogether. Uh, in the championship and they came out on eight points they topped the group head to head with Offaly the two of them are in the final and I think the two best teams are in the final and I really think Carlo deserve it they've played absolutely fantastic hurling uh, you, uh, me and you spoke off there they're going really well Thomas Mullally is a great manager He's the lad's in a great place he spoke to us in Kerry a few weeks back uh, after the league match That's that, that was five weeks before they played them in the John Mack and he actually went on the record in case you're live in an interview and he said the players he has playing with Carlo are the player he wants and the players that will stay with Carlo are the players that are willing to put in the effort and do what he wants them to do. That's exactly what the man said to a man. Every one of them has done that. And yeah. the younger player. The, the proof was in the pudding, Martin. Last week there was a lot of hurling matches. All the big counties played. Two of the Carlo lads got on the team of the week. There wasn't as many matches this week but at the same time there was a lot and three of the Carlo lads got on the team of the week. Now that has never happened before and I'm broadcasting matches 28 years. So... There's something going right in Carlow hurling, and the table doesn't lie. And to be fair, I, on, 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 for, mer- on cre- for credit to the lads, they're in the final. Now, the other thing I have to say is there's no one losing themselves here. Um, there's nothing won yet. You know, the no, no. group, there's nothing won. There's a, there's a final to be played, and a final in two weeks' time. And they must prepare, and they must keep the consistency going uh, in the John Mac if they want to take it home. But I'm one of the people that firmly believe from the outset that Carlow had a very, very good chance of winning the Joe McDonough and I, after seeing what they did on Saturday and what they've done throughout the campaign I think they have a fantastic chance of winning uh, the John Mac and I think pace is a big thing they have pace the skill their aerial uh, ability is fantastic uh, defend, the defence were fantastic right throughout the competition they'll be a little bit disappointed to concede the 28 points against Down last week but at the same time they scored um, 6.23 but overall the younger players that have come in uh, Fikers, Patrick, Conor Keogh over the last few years uh, young John Nolan from out Leinster Rangers all these fellas are young. Jack McCullough, he was outstanding on Saturday at the Young Bagnallstown man. You know, they've all played their part. And John Michael Nolan now is back from injury. Jack Havon is playing his best hurling ever. Marty again struck in 14 the other day. Chris Nolan, sideline coach, you know, it's, it's a TJ Reid job, Joe Canning job. These are fellas from Carlow 
that are able to do that and do it consistently. So there's a good quality hurlers there. Okay, Offaly will be a different prospect in the John Mac final, but from what I've seen with Carlo and Offaly last year in the league this year and in the game on Sunday with what Offaly have in reserve to come in, I don't I wouldn't fear them at all. I think it's going to be a fifty fifty match and it's certainly think that Carroll have a great opportunity of winning a John McDonough. And in fairness to Terence Kelly, he has been saying it with a while, and while the league didn't go very well maybe pre-season, but I think Tom Mullally explained it very well, I should say, um, on the Saturday game the other night, that they're picking from such a small pool of players that to play yeah. everyone in the same competition, uh, you know, the pre-season, the league, etc., you can't do it with that amount of players, and you have to put priority in something, and Tom has always said that the Joe McDonough is priority um, when it comes to it at the end of the day, and he's certainly getting his team right for it. I'm just going to pick up on a couple of points though Brendan that you said you're dead right about the player sitting on the bench because you don't want to be in a game like that that you're qualified not to get a chance and a run out and to see what you can do or show your manager what you're able to do and put your hand up and say well I want to be playing the next day look here I am I want to get a jersey and if the shoe was on the other foot when either Tom Mullally or Willie Marr when it came to Leash either and they were qualified there's no way that they'd be putting Picky Marr or uh, Marty Kavanagh no. out to have them injured for two weeks time when it comes to a Joe McDonough Cup final so I don't think anyone can really complain exactly about what Johnny Kelly did and if I was the manager of a team I'd be doing the exact same as he did I do exactly the same as well Mark. yeah I would exactly the same just back to your point on the small pool of players I mean the picking Carroll there's six senior teams in Carroll there was four two years ago and uh, we got back and they have Ball and Killen they're all playing now and uh, they're six now it's competitive the championship it always is there's six teams in the, the Carroll championship is like the John McDonough and they're picking from a pool of players and what a lot of people I, I, I bring this up all the time in 2019 Carlo under Colin Bonner uh, won, well in 2018 they won the first John Mac they played in the Leinster championship in 2019 and we went down to Galway with a Carlo team and you know you take Carroll going to Galway now, and it's ironic to certain Ireland there, and I want to wish him well on, on Saturday with the Miners. But Galway never had matches at home in Leinster, and ironically, the first team to play Galway in a Leinster Senior Championship match in Galway was Salt Hill, was Carlow in 2019. And with three minutes to go, Carlow were leading that game in Salt Hill. There was, right. no big there was no big Carlow support in Salt Hill that day because people didn't believe that Carlow would go down there and get a result. But people that watched them every week and people that are involved with Carlow hurling knew we had quality players. And it put Galway out of the championship and scoring difference. They lost by three in the end. Galway just got their dander up and Carlow were that so, un- so unfortunate. But they were very competitive in that. So if you look at the team at the moment and if you went through the team, I know there's a lot of new faces in there. But of the team that played against Offaly and, and in the John McDonough, there's lots of lads there with the Division 1 experience, with Leinster Championship experience. So, you know, it didn't happen overnight, but Colin Bonner was a fantastic manager with Carlo. But Thomas Mullally is as good as what's in the, in the country. You know, Thomas knows his stuff, his track record speaks for itself. So, you know, these fellas just didn't come out of anywhere. But the great thing about it is that the Jack McCullers and the Conor Keoghs and the Fief of his Patricks and... Uh, the Paddy O'Shea's and Michael Joyce's and all these fellas have all come on JP Tracy and all these lads you know it's not only the fellas that are there Sean Joyce uh, Johnny Dale um, you know there's young fella Larkin Dale got included in the panel came from Burn Rangers he's the first player from that club to play senior hurling with Carlo so you know things are going well that way and the point I will say is Pat Cody used to always say that to me you ask Kilkenny to pick a team from four clubs in the county or Galway and see how they could get on these fellas picked from four clubs, 120-something players, and they were able to compete with the Galway, so a massive pick. Uh, you just heard Niall there talking about Kilkenny not being able to beat Galway on the edge level. Like, Carroll's on the edge success wouldn't be anything like Kilkenny's or, or, or the Tipperary's or the Galway's or anything like that, but, you know, they're just, they're unified together, and I don't want to blow them out of the water, but I just think they're a magnificent group. 
And I think they're a magnificent group now with a good manager. There's nothing one we have to keep their feet on the ground in Carlo, but I think competitively they have a great chance and they're cute and they're intelligent. Uh, Marty Cavanagh is as good as what's in the country. I mean, if Marty was living another few miles down the road, he'd be playing for Kenny next Sunday, but he's a true and true Carlo man. Yeah, uh, but sure, as, as the fella John, says, Brendan, and, and, you know, and I, I don't want to be cutting you short, unfortunately. I'm running a small little bit short on time here, but look, they are in the final against Offaly. It is yeah. in two weeks' time. We wish them the very best of luck in Crow Park, and we urge everybody to get there with their colours and support the Carlo lads um, and get them over the line in what should be a fantastic game, and no doubt we'll be listening to you uh, above in Crow Park at that game as well. But Bren, as always, thanks a million for joining me here on full time this evening I know you have a busy weekend ahead as well this weekend I coming I want to lay it just, just before I do go just a huge thank you I think you should go to the people of Carlow who turned out in uh, big numbers to support the team and l- long may it continue because these fellas didn't get the deserve the support that uh, they deserved and they got it Saturday and as you say, let's hope everybody gets the Croke Park to support them because they're a great group of fellas. So well done to everybody that's turned up to cheer them on. Thanks a million. They certainly are, and well said as well. Thanks a million, Brendan Hennessy, KCLR Sports commentator, having a chat to us there about the Joe McDonough Cup. Right, I have to go to a quick commercial break. When I come back, I'll be having a chat with Carlo, senior manager, Niall Carew. So don't go anywhere. Looking back over the weekend action, full time on KCLR with Martin Quilty. Yes, welcome back to full time just after 25 minutes to 7 here on this Monday evening. Right, where Carlow footballers travelled to Ockram yesterday to take on Wicklow in the first round of the Talton Cup. And Niall Carew is their manager and Carlow came away with a very impressive win. And I'm hoping that Niall Carew is going to be joining me right now. That's good, that's good. Okay, perfecto. Uh, that's a bit loud though. Do I need to turn that down, Martin? Testing one, two. Okay, Niall is not there. That is a different part of it altogether. So we will come back to Niall very soon on that one there indeed. Right, we are going to have a sport roundup and I'm going to start with soccer first of all. So commiserations to Kilkenny United's girls under 12s beaten 3-1 at home by by home farm in their SFA trophy final yesterday. Some of the team were in with Sue during the week. They've had a great run of games this season and hopefully a sign of more good things to come at underage level. Walking Football Club Player of the Season has been announced and it goes to Carlos Podrick Amund and well done to Podrick on his uh, fantastic victory there so uh, well done indeed on that one. In the Kilkenny soccer results in the Mock Lawler Premier Cup it was Bridge United are true to the final where they will face either Callan United already in the semi-final or Freebooters or Evergreen A um, yet to play their quarter final. That quarter final game is fixed for this coming Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Watershed. Ken and Michael Byrne Division 2 Cup, Castle Warren Celtic 3, Freshford Town nailed. That was a walkover and there is a statement on the Kilkenyan District League about that. Carlo soccer results in the Douglas Jewellers Carlo Cup final. New Oak Boys 3 uh, and Parkville United 1. This year's KCLR McCallum Cup final has also been being penciled in for the 28th of May and it will be contested by Freebooters and by Evergreen 46 uh, after they won their respective semi-finals. In Camogie news, Kilkenny lost their second game of the under-16A All-Ireland Championship yesterday to Limerick. That's two losses on the bounce for them. We wish Jenny Saunders a speedy recovery after she picked up a nasty injury. Uh, Carlo narrowly lost out to Roscommon 12 points to 10 in the second round of the under-16B All-Ireland Championship. 
while Kilkenny Intermediate Team will play Carlo in a local derby on Saturday in the Leinster Intermediate Semi-Final after Kilkenny beat Wexford and Carlo uh, beat Wicklow in their perspective games at the weekend and the senior Camogie team won their Leinster title after a hard-fought battle with Dublin. A late Julia Malone gave the stripy women the victory. In handball news, there was winners for the 60 by 30 boys. In the 13S winner was Gary McHugh from Kilfane. Uh, 14S winner Joe Dowling from Talbot's Inch. 15S winner was Andrew Brennan from Talbot's Inch. And there will be more county finals played during the coming week. Right, uh, I seem to have a problem with the phone line with Niall Carew. I was hoping to have him live, but I did manage to catch up with him earlier on as well. So let's see if we can have a chat and see what he had to say. Albeit, uh, you know, we, we just grabbed the last kick of the game. Uh, but yeah, really pleased. You show great character in that game itself. I mean, it was level at half time. You were five points down going into the 58th minute in the game. And from the 62nd minute onwards, you scored six unanswered points. And we know there's great character in that team, but they certainly saw this yesterday coming back to get those last six points and to get the victory by one. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it was from all over the pitch that we, you know, we, we had leaders, you know, from Johnny Fury with his kickouts right out to Kieran Moore and the Clarks and the Bambricks and, you know, Jordan Morrissey and Connor Dyle, everyone. You could name every one of the players. And obviously, Dara Foley was uh, excellent in his freeze, but obviously, lads had to get fouled for them. You know, Connor Crowley up front, Ross Dunphy, you know, I could name every one of the players and everyone contributed that performance yesterday. Uh, so, yeah, it was a real team performance. Um, and look, I suppose the icing of the cake is always to get the victory. And it sets us up nicely now for Saturday. It certainly does. Niall, I heard some of your post-match interview there with Brendan after the game as well and five weeks ago you played Wicklow in the Leinster Championship itself and you said that you came away with that looking to do a bit of soul searching and you went away and you had a training camp but the training and the soul searching has certainly worked because while the league may not have went your way you were missing a load of players but certainly it has come right for you at the start of the Talton Cup and to get that first victory as well in the Round Robin series is vitally important now going forward yeah and like you know you, you, there has to be an honesty to every team you're with uh, and, and we just felt that there was a hell of a lot more in us and we had to dig deeper in, in big championship games and you know we would have come away from Ockram five weeks ago uh, absolutely devastated with I suppose the the effort and the work rate we put in wasn't acceptable to, to what we you know what we said we would do and I suppose look you have to soul search for that and you have to be very honest um, as a group and uh, more importantly you have to be honest individually as well um, so we came you know we came away from that and I suppose there was a lot of lessons learned there as well and look everyone stepped it up from from management players everyone it was a collective thing that, that got us over the line um, but look it's a very very young team you know apart from Dara Foley and, and Kieran Moore um and Shane Clark, you know, everyone is under 25. So it's a really, really young team. So for us, you know, we're still learning our trade. And the biggest thing is getting a victory like that in the manner we did going to Ockram, uh, scoring 17 points. Uh, that would certainly bring us on. Uh, but yeah, these lads are still learning their trade, but they're a super bunch of lads to work with. Niall, I suppose you're in your third year now as manager of the Carlo Senior football team. And 
while it's a great job and we know how much enthusiasm you have there for the sport as well you're picking from a very small pool of players within Carlo so to have those players playing the way that they did especially last Sunday and getting the victory will certainly do these lads confidence the world of good going forward to show that yes they can perform on the biggest stage and especially in a competition like the Cheltenham Cup yeah, absolutely, and you know when you win big, you know when you win big championship matches like that, it certainly does bring you on. It brings your belief on. But the, the key for us here now is to step it up again because the opposition, like Limerick, are a Division Two team, uh, albeit they got relegated this year, but after playing Division Two for the last two years, so they will be a different proposition as well. You know, they have a, a host of players that are after playing in provincial finals, um, you know, and operating at that Division Two. They'll know what they're about. Like you know, there's Jim Liston at centre back, Brian Donovan. You can list off players: Peter Nash, you know, Cahill Downs at midfield. They're they're a really good outfit and a seasoned outfit, you know, with loads of experience. So we're going to have to draw from that victory last week, and we're going to have to improve again if we have to get that victory against Limerick. While it's brilliant, obviously, to get the away win as well, it's vitally important to have a good home uh, fixture and to get good results at home as well. And you have Limerick at home in Netwatch Colin Park on Saturday coming at 3 o'clock. So how important is it to have a home venue and getting good support to Netwatch Colin Park on Saturday? Yeah, look, in fairness, Carlo supporters have been very good with us the past couple of years. I mean, massive support last year. And even uh, in Wicklow, in the championship, Leinster championship game, uh, with big support. And even yesterday, I, I felt, you know, with massive support, especially after the game, they're all out in the field after congratulating the lads. And don't underestimate that. That gives players massive energy going forward. And, you know, I'd like to thank all them supporters for, for following us. You know, it would have been very easy to stay at home, but they didn't. And they backed up the players. And the players see that. And, no, we're looking forward to putting up another massive performance next Saturday for the supporters. I suppose in the Charlton Cup itself, just looking at the, the format for it, the first place teams are going to go straight into the quarterfinals with the second place teams, the third place teams in New York all taking part in the preliminary quarterfinals. So having that first win under your belt against Wicklow has certainly put you in good stead to at least get one of the three spots with the remaining games to qualify for the knockout stages of the Charlton Cup. Yeah, look, we're in a great position, um, you know, this evening as we speak. But, uh, you know, we want to be in a way better position after Saturday. So, look, it's in our own hands now. We don't have to be dependent on any results. It's, it's down to ourselves. We won't be looking for any favours off anyone. Uh, we're just going to take this Limerick game and uh, we're really going to go at big again. But the, the biggest thing for us, we have to step it up again because Limerick, as I said, are a Division 2 team. Uh, clear barely bet them in the Munster semi-final I think it was only a pint or two in it at the end so I mean for us this is another step up and we're going to have to make that step up ourselves Niall just on the, the competition itself because obviously it's great to have the Carlos in the Joe McDonough Cup final as well in a, a couple of weeks time against Offaly so the buzz around Carlo at the minute with both the hurling and the football teams winning is truly immense and you can even feel that but I just want to, to bring you to the competition itself because we know you've said in the past that you'd love to be in the, the Leinster competition itself and going forward into knockout stages but you're now performing in the Talton Cup and when you hear the likes of Don Logue referring to it as a Gaelic football Grand National for disappointed also runs. I mean, how would that make you feel as a football manager over a team that really just wants to go out and play football? Yeah, look, I, I don't think I'd say if he to 
if we to take on that question again, he, he, he might not come up with that answer. But look, uh, to be honest with you, it doesn't bother me what, what people say. I mean, the biggest thing for, for me as a manager is to really work hard and make sure that we get the best out of the group that we're coaching. Um, all that outside noise doesn't bother us. Uh, our biggest thing is to try and improve every lad that's playing on that car of senior football team and we'll just march on. Any other comments outside of that, it's only noise that we're not interested in. No, well, that's nice to hear, and we look, we're certainly behind you all the way as well here in uh, KCLR, and we wish you the very best of luck. I appreciate you taking the time out of a busy schedule because I know you're just about to go out and train your little fella as well and his team. So not only are you with the senior footballers in Carlo, you're also taking time out to help out your own lad and the, the local team as well. So go on, give him a plug. Who is the the training session with uh, this evening? <laughs> Ah, yeah, for an underage team in, in my own club in St. Kevin's, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That has to be done as well, and that's enjoyable as well. So, look, it's, uh, look, I suppose, born and reared with the GA, that's it. We know nothing else in hurling of football, where I'm from. And, um, you know, if you didn't play football or hurling, or coach in our house, uh, you know, you wouldn't have room to stay in. So, and uh, I'll hand that baton on to my kids as well. So, that's, that's the way it is. I suppose just when you're going out and doing that kind of work, Noel, does it help the the mindset as well? Because obviously, being an intercounty manager is so time consuming, and you're away, and it's not only what you see on game day itself, or what goes on behind the scenes and the lead up to matches as well. So, is being able to go out and give back to your own young fella and the the local team in St Kevin's a bit of a, I suppose, how would you put it, a downtime uh, period for yourself and to refresh the mind and give that a bit of a rest as well from intercounty duties. Ah, yeah, look, uh, inter-county management is, it can be stressful and it is tough, there's no point saying it isn't, but it's, you know, it's for wins like yesterday that, that it's why you do it, you know. Um, yeah, look, when you're coaching underage teams, it's, it's a different level, you're coaching all the skills, you're just trying to improve young fellas, um, you know, and they're like sponges that, that really want to listen and want to learn as well. Um, so yeah, look, probably same principles in terms of, uh, your your coaching methods and that, but uh, just at a different level. But yeah, it is. There's no pressure in it, and it's something I enjoy. And giving you less hardship as well. <laughs> yeah, well, there's plenty of that too. <laughs> <laughs> it might be from the young fellas. Could be from the parents. Oh well, with the, that, that, that that's a different <laughs> kettle of fish. We'll keep that for another day, so we will. <laughs> Niall Carew, many thanks for joining me here on Full Time on this Monday evening. Um, well done on a fantastic victory to yourself and the team and all your backroom team yesterday. And we wish you the very best of luck against Limerick at the weekend and indeed in the rest of the Talton Cup. But I really appreciate you taking the time out here with me this evening. No, Martin, just a quick one there for yourselves. I mean, you give unbelievable coverage um, to the footballers and indeed Carla Hurlers who want to wish well in the John McDonough Cup final as well. But uh, just like to thank you as well for really promoting us um, and driving us on. And it all helps. And you're so positive driving the whole thing on. And we appreciate that uh, as a panel of players and all the backroom team as well. Well, it's our pleasure. And that's what we're here for. And we will certainly be continuing all the way with the journey with the hurlers and indeed yourselves with the footballers. As long as you're able to keep going, we'll be following. That's great. Thanks, Martin. Lovely. Thanks a million for that, Niall.
That was indeed Niall Carew there. I managed to catch up with him earlier because the phone signal, he said, might not be the best this evening. So we did do a pre-record just in case. Right, I'm moving swiftly along because time has flown by on me here this evening. And I'm going to be joined on the phone line by Connor Byrne, who is a player with New Oak Boys. And they not only done a quadruple last year... They managed to do it again this year, winning the KCLR Shield, the Nat Sport Premier League, Keating Memorial Cup and the Douglas Jewellers Cup as well. And Connor joins me on the phone line. Connor, how are you this evening, good sir? I'm not too bad, Martin. Thank you very much for having us on. I mean, wow, uh, to do a quadruple in any year is unbelievable, but to do back-to-back quadruples takes time, it takes commitment, it takes dedication, and it's very seldom done, so congratulations to yourself and you old boys, a fantastic achievement for you all. Yeah, thanks Thanks so much, It's it was, um, it's, it's been a whirlwind kind of weekend, it's just been great celebrations and... Uh, just really kind of letting it sink in there now again. It's it, like you said. It's it's it's, take, it's been a long, long season. Like we've been close to fifty games. I don't know the actual number, but we've played close to fifty games this season, including you know Leinster competitions as well. And it's just been it was it was kind of a, a kind of a, a nice pressure release there um, when we were able to lift the cup on Saturday evening. But yeah, to, to do back to back quadruples, we are we're just we're over the moon by it. We kind of we kind of set out at the start of the year if we can. If we did it last year, why can't we do it again and keep writing history? So, um, we 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 managed to to do that. So we're 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 just over the moon. So yeah. Well, you've certainly wrote history, that's for sure, Connor. I mean, a toll on that on the body in particular, especially for a player that's playing over fifty games and to do with back to back years as well. It certainly has to take a, a toll on yourselves. Um, I mean, the amount of preparation and recovery, etc., for a player, it must be immense throughout a season. Yeah, it's it, it is. Like, like, don't get me wrong. It's it's the whole the whole process is enjoyable. Like, you know, you're you're. The beauty about um, the soccer leagues and playing in comp competitions is you're playing games every weekend, and that's what, as as soccer players, you want to be doing. You know, you you, you just you want to be playing uh, as much football as possible. Um, when you get to my age, then it gets uh, it gets a little harder. So it does, like um, you know, you do have to start minding yourself and thinking about. You get kind of wiser as you get older, so you kind of have to be looking after your body a bit more and. Um, you need to, you need to be focusing on you know your recovery and making sure that you're you know getting into ice baths and taking it going for walks and getting the lactic acid out of the legs because it comes around fairly quick the the, the following Sunday. So um, no, it's 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 uh, but again it's part of the, it's part of the whole process. It's um and it's part of our success. I think is that commitment that has been there for the past five five six years you know that squad is just it's just immense the the, the the talent in it but not just that it's the it's, it's the commitment and the kind of bond that everyone has and everybody enjoys being up there in um in new oak and they just get on well and it's it's just part of the routine you know um that's 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 kind of our mantra is that we kind of keep turning up and keep showing up and just bringing our our, our best game that we can and and um, thankfully, has paid off again this year. So, and as a player, what drives yourself and the rest of your teammates on, like just to to keep going for that amount of accolades, that amount of games throughout the year? I mean, mentally and physically. I mean, the the mental aspect is almost as important as the physical aspect as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you have to, you have to have yourself, you know, focused and tuned in. I suppose it's 
there's, a, there's an element of not wanting to let anyone down on the team. Um, trust is a huge kind of part of um, of the squad. Like when when Gavin, our manager, names a team, it, you just know that you trust anybody that has been put in, into whatever position um, on the team. And um, I suppose what's what's driving us is that is that element of not wanting to let anyone down. Um, just just pushing for each other and and really kind of. You know, it's it's but it, it again, it's just it's so enjoyable to play this to, to play with New Oak. Um, like I, I actually don't know how when when I think back on it, I don't know how like I I even manage to get into this team sometimes because the quality that you're playing with, the, the standard of football and um, the skill that's on display week in week out, even in training, lads, we, you know, they be trying to make sure of each other like with, with skills and you know, it's just it's just really really enjoyable. Um, to to be part of, and um, I certainly have enjoyed it personally over the last four or five years being involved in such a, a successful team, and um, you get to know so many different characters, and it just becomes, you know, it's it's almost like it's it's your family, like that that you're going up to train with every week, and and you're winning beside them, and it's it's it, lads, lads are willing to kind of you know, get in the trenches and, and, and really, really dig deep for each other every Sunday. Um, uh, particularly when, you you know, when you get into those cup, cup competitions or get into semi-finals and finals, you know, you just see lads bringing it to another level. So it's, that's that's what's driving us, I suppose. And, you know, it's that old cliche success. It, 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 it brings more success, like, you know, it brings it. And so it's just been really, really enjoyable to be part of. And a little birdie tells me, and I don't want to be rushing you, but I'll have to rush you some more a little bit on it. But uh, Shane tells me that you're hanging up the boots um, after doing the the back-to-back quadruple. So uh, tell us, is it true? Are you going to miss it? Ah, uh, yeah. Look, look, there has to they have to kind of call a halt to it sometimes. Like I have young family home here, and you know, there's there's time. I will miss it. Of course, I will. It's the it's the crack with the lads and that kind of adrenaline rush at the start of a game and. Getting, I love, I love getting, love, love getting stuck into tackles and winning headers, and that was even, you know, like it. You might get the odd goal every season or something like that. Definitely, there's a great buzz you get from it, but there has to be a time when you say, look, um, you know, other other things need to kind of um, be prioritised. You know, that kind of a way. Yeah. Um, I certainly will miss it. I certainly will miss it. But um, you know, there's there's other things I I, I enjoy doing. I like I like training myself um, I like playing a bit of music and you know I want to kind of focus on other, on family as well and stuff like that for the next couple of years and um, I just I just felt it was the right time to to, to, to say yeah I, we'll, we'll stop it here <laughs> we will well unfortunately I'll have to stop it here Connor, because I'm running really over time on the, the news coming up but my uh, sincere thanks I meant to have a few more minutes with you um, it didn't happen that way well, well done on all the accolades to yourselves and new old boys and the very best of luck on your retirement and thanks for joining us here thank you very much Martin cheers perfect that is Connor Byrne right I'm really over time I'm going to be shot for the news but anyway thank you to everybody who joined me this evening uh, I will talk to you again next Monday enjoy all the hurling keep Keep an eye out for during the week about how things are going and what matches are on and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye for now. Looking back over the weekend action, full time on KCLOR with Martin Quilty.